Welcome to The In-Between, where shift happens. This podcast is for anybody who has ever found themselves in that space in between what was and what's going to be. That space where life happens. The moment between where we are and where we're going. That space that is often uncomfortable to sit in. The stuff of life, the ups, the downs, the moments of connection and insight, and the moments where we can't see two steps in front of us. We will ask all the questions, maybe find some answers, and generally work at being okay in the mystery of the in-between. So in today's episode, we're talking about being tired of being tired. Mm -hmm. I mean, can I get an amen? Mm-hmm. Yes, amen. I hear it. I hear the amen. Mm-hmm. Man, right? <laughs> tired of being tired. And that, who knows where this conversation is going to go? Because I think it could go in so many d- directions. So, um, yeah. but, uh, so the premise of this, the in-between, you know, that, that place where we don't always know what's going to happen. The premise of this episode, uh, Dan here doesn't know the questions I'm going to ask. So we're just going to. Yeah kind of take this conversation the way life shows up sometimes when we're not sure what's going to happen next. And so then just being okay with being in between, being okay with not always having the answers or maybe not always being comfortable with the question or the answer. So we're going to jump in. So Yay. tired <laughs> of being tired. I don't know about you, but I just feel tired and not like a tired, like, Oh, I haven't slept enough, which that might also be the case, but like, Tired, like just tired when you look out in the world and it seems like chaos and it seems like there's so many things that are working against so many people. And so it's just so tired and to know like what to do. And we get, for me, I get kind of like paralyzed. Like I get so tired. I see there's so much, I get so overwhelmed. I'm like, I, I just can't do anything then. Cause it's just so overwhelming. So why do you think that's for so many of us, we feel so tired and then paralyzed uh, by that. Uh, I know that's a loaded question, but let's uh, start with the, let's start um, with it and see where it goes. I'm, yeah. Wow. So I'm just going to jump right into my real answer. Um, <laughs> it's always helpful. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think a whole lot of people have been able to pretend for a really long time that the things going on in the world don't matter to them like it doesn't affect me it doesn't impact my everyday life so it doesn't exist yeah it doesn't really matter yeah which obviously is not true but the privilege of so many people to be able to exist as if it doesn't right that that pretending let's just pretend this is a perfect happy little thing my own Um, little world nothing's happening over here um, I think the number of people that have that maintain that privilege is shrinking like a lot, a lot. So I think there's a whole lot of people, myself included, yeah. where uh, I've been able to kind of shelter myself by that privilege. I didn't necessarily even know I had for a really long time. And um, that privilege, I think, is shrinking and, and going away for a lot of people. And, and so... It's like looking at the world in a whole new way, you know. Um, what do you think the what do you what do you think the push or what has been the, like the catalyst? Because I think it's like it feels like, like you're saying, like for so long we we were those of us who have privilege, whatever level that is, we're able to kind of 
compartmentalize our lives against the rest of the world. Right. Um, And I know like, you know, hundred years ago, I think we had an easy answer for why we could do that because all we could see was our own little world. We couldn't see everything else. Right. But what do you think recently? Because I think I feel it too. What do you think recently has been this catalyst? Like, oh shit, Uh, my stuff impacts other people and and I can't just stay silent or there's a, there is a cost for silence in some of the stuff we're seeing. Yeah. Well, I, I think in some ways, a lot of it's intentional. Like I think there are more and more people who are, who were raised in a certain mindset who, who have just kind of like, I don't know, woken up or like open their eyes or just have, have connected to so many more people in so many different places to be like, wait a minute, what is going on? This is, this is not true. (laughs) This is not how it actually is. Or, um, or just even seeing the, the impact of lives privileged enough to ignore what all is going on. Right. And so like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I remember, I remember a very specific day, like years ago, where somebody made this like star Wars analogy for me, where we're kind of, we're taught to believe that we're like the rebels, but actually we're the empire. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it unfortunately made so much sense. Like we, we think we're out here. Like I say, we like, you know, the, the rugged individual American America. Yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we think we're, we're, we're told we're doing all of this good in the world. And I think, I think the unspoken or barely spoken or being shouted loudly from a distances perspective has been that we're not the good guys, but again, there's been enough pretending and I don't know propagandizing or whatever the word is, right? Like, I think it's been said enough where there's to some degree like, oh, no, we're, we're, I don't know. Are we doing good things? We're helping. I don't know, like what, or or whatever it is, or, or that this way is the right way or that the, the culture we have is better than, I mean, there's definitely like a, a superiority complex (laughs) thing at play here. Um, But I think, you know, even if it's just social media and TikTok that's been able to directly connect people to like Ukraine, right? I mean, that was the first war for me. That was the first war that I witnessed and witnessing live time, person to person, like unedited. It's not through the news. It's just people walking with their phones, watching like missile strikes and tanks blow up and like small crews of people like come out of the bush, like yeah. launch a bazooka at a tank well, like, do you oh, think <laughs> well I mean, do you think that inundation and maybe that's kind of you hit on it a little bit now this inundation of in very real time we are seeing the lives of others and um framework systems those things that are directly like negatively and marginalizing folks and and so wanting to be able to do something so that we're so inundated with the thing that we want to change that it becomes exhausting. Like it's exhausting for our brains. It's exhausting for our hearts. 
especially, yeah. you know, compassion for wanting to change, wanting to help, wanting to make an impact in the world, wanting to you know, do the things. Do you think that this ever increasing, like in real time experience is somehow like, uh, impacting our tiredness is that like the some part of the thing Uh, yeah i mean i think that's a huge part of it like how can you care but then also like i mean i think it just feels like it's so big yeah there's so much that needs to happen that feels so much out of my control how how can i care about it and then just be like i don't what what do we do what do i do like what what actually can be done about this um yeah so it does i mean i do think it can feel like caring too much to the point of like paralysis in that way of like not being able to do anything but i I think also like it plays out in almost everything um what was um uh uh, you know the show the good place oh yeah i love the episode where they find the guy who made all of the right choices like the guy who would have actually made it to heaven or whatever right and so they go visit this guy and and he's like he's racked up all of these like amazing good people points or whatever they call them right he 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 would have beat the system and made it to heaven he would be the only guy in like you know i don't know hundreds or thousands of years or whatever the only person um and they go meet him and he's like this total like spaz like freaking out about every decision and every like step that he takes and like uh, somebody stepped on a bug and he had to like hold this like funeral and like do this whole thing and and part of me was like i totally get that like i totally i could totally be like that (laughs) yeah and i think that doesn't that lead to the exhaustion like yeah i think that we have a certain amount of bandwidth for our, our not only our physical energy but our mental energy and the things that we yeah um, right and so i think that for me and i think maybe this is maybe some conversation around this is like so we can identify with like the paralysis and the tiredness that comes with like caring too much or or or, or, or not too much but you know what i'm saying like all the things trying to do all the things we see in the world, there's so many things that need to be done and we're trying to do all the things, whether it's in our individual life or like in our collective like sphere of life. And so how do we begin to go from this, all the things to like, okay, what's the one thing that I can do today? Yeah. To like, not, you know, just from like, to be supportive to myself, to be supportive to my family or friends or whatever, or to be, the one thing that I can do that actually will have an impact on those around me. And yeah. right. And so what do you think? I mean, what, what, um, how do we make that transition from this? Like all the that? things <laughs> to one thing. Okay. Well, if you don't, have any, oh, there's, not no, thing, I, there's no right or wrong answer. So like, how do we begin to, sh- yeah. to shift? Like what are some of the, well, I, the mindset changes we have to do to shift from yeah, that. I, I mean, I think there's probably like an infinite number of one things that like we each could have our own very oh, individualized right. one thing and it could be right. a different thing every day and whatever. But for me, none of those things have mattered when I haven't also recognized first what I believe is actually going on. And I say believe because like my spirituality brings me to a certain place of understanding. 
Mm-hmm. And when I can remember to do that, it helps a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> but different from like, this is the belief of my religion or whatever like, like entrenched these entrenched beliefs that like, yeah like yeah, the the yeah. the perspective that because this is a spiritual perspective that this is the right one i have the right answer and whatever like i yeah i've been feeling that the importance of that more and more recently that mm-hmm. this is maybe a sidebar so that's okay that's okay. yeah uh as I long think- as we come back yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anybody who's talking publicly about their like religious or spiritual beliefs, I think we have to come back to this is my understanding of the world because it makes sense to me, and not that it's actually one hundred percent true because my religion said it or my spirituality yeah. said it or this book said it or whatever. Like, I I think somehow we've collectively have moved into this like this religion says this and i am this religion and that this is the truth blah 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 and it's like you don't actually know that you have no idea whether any of that's true or not you can believe that it's true but you also have to be aware enough intelligent enough to see that and objectively look at the world and be like oh i wonder where do do my beliefs line up with how the world is actually working? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so I, I say mean, that because, because I I think looking at the world now, like it would be really easy to take a very traditional like good versus evil perspective on the world, right? Right. And be like, humans are evil. We're all doomed. And see, this book is true, and you're all going to hell. But because I believe this book, I'm going to go to heaven because this is the truth. And, and it would be really easy to look at the world and justify that belief yeah. based on how we think things are looking. Uh, I'm reading a book however, now called uh, Holy Envy by Barbara Brown Taylor. Okay. And uh, she is a Episcopal priest, but she is an academic. And so she teaches world religions at a small uh, college in um, Georgia, rural college. And it's exactly what you're talking about. She's talking about looking at other faith traditions and being kind of envious of like, I don't have to stand in this entrenched whatever. I can actually have value or or, or take or glean from all sorts of faith traditions and practices and spiritualities, and it can enhance. I don't have to choose. I don't have to be a, you know, all or nothing. It's just I'm just like a toe in it, but it's beautiful. It's like, oh yes, we don't have to be like that. And I think I think some of that leads to some of the tiredness too, because my goodness, we have to like yeah. think about some of the energy that we expend so much in having to be right, or thinking that we have yeah. to have all the answers, or thinking that. I have to do this thing or this thing is going to fall apart or I have to do, have to show up this way or this is going to fall apart. And I think it's, it's all wrapped up in this like tired of being tired. I think we can be like existentially tired, but then we can also be like, wow, like emotionally tired, spiritually tired, spiritually tired. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I don't have to like, have to like fight against things. I can allow 
my life and my spirituality and my all the things to have this like fluidity. Yeah. And wow, what a like to even say the word fluidity, I feel like a like a breath of air come in me a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think that's a huge part of why, just to go back to that earlier question, a huge another huge part of why it all feels so exhausting is there seems to be such a push from so many places to like move backwards. Mm. And so actually this ties into, so to come end sidebar back to the main point. circle. We knew we would get back to it. So it's really important for me. I have found personally to, to remind myself as regularly as possible, what I believe is actually happening from like the 30,000 foot perspective Mm, of the world of life. And that is that life is constantly evolving. And so mm-hmm. humans included in life, uh, we are individually and collectively evolving. And so for a very long, I believe, for a very long time, humanity has been resisting a lot of the evolution, a lot of the uh, like thought evolution. I'm not saying like we're trying to like adapt gills and shit. Right. I'm saying right. Like, like the evolution of our thought and how we behave and how we interact. I think we have worked against that progress the prog- the progression of life we have worked against that in a lot of ways mm-hmm. by kind of losing this connection right we, we a long time ago we put ourselves up on this hierarchical pedestal of we are above yeah the life that we are actually a part of the larger perspective on life that we are actually a part of and so there has been like gentle reminders to like hey Maybe you all might want to look at the the world that you live in. Look over and, here. Yeah, and the the nature that you are actually a part of, and the yeah. other animals, and and the impact you're having on life, and the impact life is having. You know, the world is having on you, right? And you know, maybe we paid attention to some. Maybe some people paid attention. Maybe others didn't. Whatever. But we kind of kept moving in the same direction which was maybe not necessarily in alignment with the way that life was progressing and evolving. And over the course of, I don't know, hundreds of years at this point, I think we have ignored it for so long that those gentle reminders turned into like very clear asks and then very obviously like, like shouts for help and then like smack up, side you know the back side of your head and now like the world is screaming out to us like stop pay attention like it's time to do it differently so for me it's been very helpful to see the thirty thousand foot perspective is what we're seeing in the world is the the kickback from us collectively not paying attention or resisting or specifically and intentionally not adjusting how we're doing things stopping the things that don't actually work uh, or or continuing things that harm people continuing systems and frameworks that uh, oppress people or or are killing people uh continuing with like just crazy wars and genocides that are literally like ending thousands tens of thousands of lives in such short periods and 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 I, i i think that 
it it helps me to understand that full perspective because it's not like it's is oh it's not this good versus evil thing right it yeah. is the predictable behavior of the patterns that we've created for ourselves like we're do, we're choosing this yeah like collectively we've chosen all of this because we're just not listening and like it gets worse until you stop right i mean it's the same thing like somebody with an illness like you can pretend the illness is not there but it's just going to get worse until you you give it the attention that it needs well, and then there's an exhaustion in the pretending so i think uh, yeah like yeah. for me it's so much easier if i look at my own life to okay let's face this thing okay what can we do to move past this this is uncomfortable what can we do to move past this yeah, it's uncomfortable in the moment and it takes some effort in the moment. But for me, it's so much more energy giving. And what's energy sucking is everything's okay. Well, like the house is burning down, right? Like everything's okay. Everything's fine. Right. Yeah. And so like to constantly have that delusion that things yeah. aren't fine. Right. And, and, and yeah. whether individually or collectively, there are lots of things that aren't fine. And I think, that is, it feels like that's the tipping point a little bit because we have tried. And I think th there has been a shift of people saying enough, yeah, enough. We're no longer satisfied and we no longer can pretend that things aren't going in a trajectory that is not necessarily supportive of everyone. And or, so, or even people, even people who are now saying enough, who only realized recently, like there's nothing wrong with only recently having yeah, coming, yeah, coming to this conclusion of like, wait a minute, this is not okay. Like well, it was okay. It, it was okay before for my life was okay before. Cause I didn't recognize it. Now that I recognize it, wait a minute. No. Like, so even if it's just the discomfort enough of yeah. like, I think that is the process that yeah. is the, from that 30,000 foot view, that is what happens. It has to get so uncomfortable that enough people because we didn't we didn't listen we're not right, in touch right. with that collectively it has to get so uncomfortable that enough people are like wait a minute no enough wait, like, something's wrong here yeah, yeah. when well, i think for me yeah. that's that's been my one thing lately because you know we talked about how do we shift from like being per paralyzed or like exhausted from everything and then how can we begin to then take a deep breath and then begin to like move intentionally in ways that are energy giving. And it may look like so minuscule and be so impactful. And so for me lately, it's been reading books, watching documentaries or listening to podcasts or watching webinars with people who have very different life experiences than I do, that I may mm -hmm. have never like would never have the opportunity to engage with. Yeah. And for me, what that's created is a little bit of a shift and creates a little bit of space. Okay, I've done that one thing. Now what's the next thing, right? And so that shift then impacts from that point on how I interact with the world. It can't help, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, like something, you can't unknow some things, right? And so just by the sheer fact of absorbing and knowing, it now has shifted and changed me. And so yeah. then that, changes how I interact, then that changes how we interact with someone. And then that person may interact in a totally different way to someone else. And then 
it's like, wow, that one little thing, I read a book the other day and it really changed some of my views on, on life or how I maybe engage in this relationship. And then that one little thing like totally shifted like, like everything and just tiny shifts. I think that's the thing. I think instead of getting like, instead of like this on a dime shift, if we could view it as like kind of turning a cruise ship, right? Every little yeah. thing is pushing us in this direction, this direction, like bite size. And I think for me, yeah. when I can chunk it and make it little bite sized pieces, for me, that's energy giving yeah. and it seems manageable. I think where where I get caught is wanting, feeling like we need to also, like, yes, and also mm -hmm. feeling like we need to make huge shifts immediately on a massive scale. Like, yes. And so how do we, how do we like, yeah. how do we walk that line? How do we navigate? Well, and, and that, I think that the both ends, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's the, I don't know, I'll say interesting for lack of a better word. I think that's the interesting part about these kind of conversations because there are so many people who like have recently started paying attention to this kind of conversation who have for the first time in their lives started getting tired beyond recognition. Yeah. For like in, in new ways, like they're just not even familiar with like what is happening? Like there's something wrong with me, right? Right. Uh, and so for those new to the conversation, those just entering the conversation, it's like, what, what do we tell those people? And that is the, I think, yeah, it is important. Like you just got to pause, take a breath, Drink find some something that is energy giving, yeah. whatever. But simultaneously, like there's been people having this conversation for their entire lives, like for decades, yeah. longer than I've even been alive let alone have been in you know have, have recognized and and so it, it's interesting like i can i can recognize that feeling of like needing to catch up but then also mm -hmm. recognize where i am yeah. <laughs> and also yeah. recognizing like our unique role in the world as you know community leaders or whatever like hmm maybe we also need to address this on a scale that's larger than i'm comfortable doing at the moment right <laughs> Right. <laughs> or or that I have answers to or whatever. And because I, I, I think it's both. I think like because for the longest time in our circles, the answer to everything was, well, you know, like basically take it inward, like do your work, do your own. I'm tired work. of doing my work. I'm just going to tell you, I'm right. tired. Of it. I'm tired right. of that. Right. Exactly. And like. And I see the value in that. Right. But not when that's the only answer. Well, that it has to be, be the only like, reflective like, outward. What a privilege it is for that to be the only answer you've ever needed. Yeah. To never, to never have to have ever looked at the impact of your life on the world or the impact of the systems you are part of on the world or anything other than like, oh, I'm just going to go do my own work. Great. And I think doing your own work is really important when we pair it with doing all of the other stuff too. Like how do we collectively take on systems of oppression that are inherent in like government governing documents of countries. And yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, like we're talking about like 
capitalism and rugged individualism. I mean, like all, like these huge like bootstrap mentality, like yeah, all that. staple concepts and theologies that that so you know millions and millions of people have been brought up in that are just inherent in everything. And I think that it's exhausting. Only, is that exhausting. I'm only now seeing the impact of on yeah. a global scale, right? Like. <laughs> Oh and God. that's exhausting, right? I mean, the whole like yeah. race of hustling for your worth. Yeah. I mean, talk about that being exhausting. I mean, that's or exhaustion as a status symbol, right? If I'm not right. working 80 hours and earning six figures, yeah. then who am I? Or, or yeah. even the idea of earning a living. Yes, really? We talk about Do that we believe in the idea that you have to earn your ability to be alive? We do. We absolutely do in this country. We we do believe that. We bought into that tenfold that you have to right. And so, like ideas like that are just that are just so common that need to be uprooted and and or deserving of healthcare, deserving of food, deserving of yeah. of uh, uh, yeah. housing. Like that right. whole mentality is exhausting. Yeah, because what it, it just perpetuates this constant it's almost like this destination that you never reach sure yeah and that's it's well and, and that's part of the design right i mean if 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 the goalpost always moves there's always something to strive for so if we keep everybody striving they never actually get there but they don't give up either because <laughs> they know they need to they have to yeah well, you got to earn your living you got to earn your right to food and water and shelter right it's like oh okay guess I, I'm not successful yet. I better keep chasing yeah. success. And then, yeah, I mean, it's a little so crazy. We, <laughs> we talked about all the things as we all often do talk about all the yeah. things, all the things that we know need to change. So I'd like to kind of like, as we kind of begin to come full circle in the conversation. So what can we do? Yeah. If you could say three things, because three is a good number, right? Like three things that we can begin, we can begin to do right now. And I'm sure there are many things, but just your top three things we can begin to do right now to begin to create spaces of rest in the midst of this. Yeah. Because I think that's what we're talking about, where we can get our breath, spaces of rest. Like all is not lost, right? There is infinite potential. And we have the ability to begin to shift that. So top three things. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this meme recently. And leave us on a hopeful note, right? Yeah. I saw this meme recently that suggested uh, schedule yourself a day off from work and don't tell anybody. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, it was kind of a joke, but. Right, right. Um, I, I think there, there are ways of. Um, I don't know, like that idea that like napping is protesting. Mm. Take a nap, protest the grind, right? So I, I think there are ways that we each have in our own sphere of influence and they're different at different moments, right? Like yeah. there are times where you need to literally just rest and you deserve to rest, so rest, right? There are times where you need to slow down and read a book. There are other times where you need to slow down, read a book, by somebody about somebody who you otherwise would have never interacted with a right. world you never would have interacted with. Um, so I think 
like literally just finding time to pause is huge and pause in the grind culture is a protest yeah right so protest in ways that you can take the time the moment uh to to just kind of stop the the spinning of the gears in our minds the thoughts the chaos the anxiety the whatever it is right i think just having a moment because isn't that what the the system does doesn't it get us to keep our gears and our thoughts and our anxieties going constantly constantly yeah and so just taking a moment to pause and take a breath or pause and nap or pause and read can be hugely beneficial um i think also number two would be to kind of assess your sphere of influence because everybody has their own sphere however you know whatever size sphere of influence you have and and just kind of have the conversation like normalize talking about things that maybe aren't working without it turning mm -hmm. into like drama in a bitch session like it can we can right. have constructive conversation about right things that aren't working in our lives whether it's for connection where we're just saying it or whether it's to actually try and figure something out and then within those spheres of influence, we can actually start to do things differently. Like, oh, yeah. maybe we don't want to behave that way here anymore. Mm, and so our yeah. circle of friends, we're not going to have such behavior. Like, we're going to decide to kind of act differently. Mm. And then I love that. If, we do that, I love that. if we do that here enough, we can get confident in, enough, in it enough that we can start to do it in other places. And then that circle ripples out into these, like, because each person in that circle also has other circles. Right. You know, usually. Um, and so maybe it's something as small as, like, we're going to use different language around a certain topic. Or maybe it's something like, yeah, we're going to go, like, collectively buy a plot of land and build tiny homes and have, like, a whole, like, decide to really do some stuff differently. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you're someone who's going to run for office and you're going to, you know, get elected to Congress and like make change on a huge scale. Right. I, you know, I mean, I think everybody has their own sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is where the do your work turns into affecting the larger scale. Because if we it's eat, like do our work, it's like do our work yeah. instead of your work. Yeah. 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 And and then, you know, I think for the for the third, if there were a third one, um, I think it's like it, it's this collective unlearning of yeah. competition, right? Like mm -hmm. learning, we we all need to learn to like support each other. And so whether it's supporting a message for others that are doing work in the world or starting work in the world like yeah. like there are people doing good things on really large scales that need to be supported right so i think yeah. there is this like collective support of each other and the work that's being done in recognition of that i mean for me it's in recognition of that big picture like oh right this is all happening the bubbling up of all of the stuff that just can, can easily seem like evil. Right. That is the, that is the happening 
the 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 coming to fruition of decades and lifetimes of not answering the call to our authenticity to mm -hmm. our collective yeah. awareness right like i think there's all of these things we're talking about here add up to an expansive collective awareness right yeah. like if you take the time to rest and listen to your own self then you know what is looking to happen in your sphere of influence and you do that thing then you're feeling more grounded and more confident and more comfortable and capable of like oh i can go out and support and maybe it's marching in a protest maybe it's sharing a, a link to a petition online maybe it's donating money whatever it is maybe it is running for congress like then we 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 actually might have the energy to do those things yeah. <laughs> but but kind of understanding like none of us can do all of it and there's time to do what's yours yeah. you know well like like i say you know can't do all the things but we can do one thing yeah and so it's like what is our one thing and so um yeah this conversation it's almost like it's just the tip of the iceberg it's like this conversation is more uh, um a way of life that continually evolves and moves yeah. and so i think that this conversation will continue to evolve and move as we learn and as we take breaths and as we create more space yeah. uh, to rest and, and to acknowledge that some of us are tired of being tired and that's okay. Yeah. Um, and that that's for right now. It doesn't mean it's forever and that there are ways that we can, can do that. So thank you for the conversation as always love it. Um, and knowing that this is just kind of like the beginning of making these shifts that move out into not only our own like little lives, but like the big life. Yeah. So thanks for being with us. And until next time, we will catch you in the in-between. Nobody really enjoys being in the in-between, but thanks for being here anyway. We may not have found all of the answers, but certainly some. And maybe more importantly, a little shift has happened. Because that is really what it's all about. Learning to be curious, authentic, and yes, maybe even a tad bit vulnerable. And the beauty of it all is that we are not alone in the in-between. So until next time, we hope a lot of shift happens.